She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hi everyone and welcome back to another season of She Loves Herself, the podcast. We're on season four. Not only are we on episode one of season four, we are celebrating our whole year of She Loves Herself, the podcast. So it's our first birthday and tomorrow night I am celebrating with lots of friends and clients and people that I've really connected with over the last few years um, at an event that I'm having um, in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about it, um, but I'm, I'm sure it's just going to be epic. And I've had there's the most amazing girls um, from Clea Creative who have been working on my full rebrand and relaunch and the event. They've just sort of really taken all of that stress out of my hands and um, started to just do everything that I just don't really enjoy doing. Um, And this is why outsourcing is so important, right? Sometimes we want to hold on to it, but actually get the experts in that are experts in their field. Um, And so anyway, um, it's really, it feels really good to be back, guys. Um, I have been on such a journey, such a journey. Um, I've been a lot quieter on social media over the past few months. And um, I share much more about that in the very first Monday Love Punch coming up on Monday. So please listen to that because it's really open, it's vulnerable, and it's an honest conversation about where I've been at, what I've been navigating my way through. And also there is lots of insights in there and, and ways that you can start to cultivate these things for yourself and create change and transformation. So be sure to tune into Monday's Love Punch that's coming up. Um, but this episode, this episode, the first episode, I've got Sarah Jane Dunn on, and I honestly couldn't think of someone better to kick off season four. Sarah Jane Dunn, um, oh, she's a hot topic right now for sure. Sarah Jane Dunn and I have our friends, right? We connected back um, a couple of years ago now, and I helped her with a few things, and she was one of the first guests on season one, and I wanted to get her back. And we actually planned for her to come back on season four before everything happened that has been going on in her life over the past sort of month or so. But she's coming on and we'll go into that episode in a second. And it's just a really great episode. And it's the epitome of an empowered woman who is taking back control of her life and making decisions for herself. And when what I really felt with Sarah, as soon as I saw her and she came on the, the screen, I noticed a visible difference in her. Her energy was completely different. There was less of a heaviness around her, you know, just more grounded and just so much more strength. And I'm really, really proud of what she's creating. And she talks about how she's navigated her way through it and the improvements that she feels in not only her life, but her relationships with her, you know, her lovely husband, John, and um, other people around her. And she's really inspiring. So many people right now, times are changing, people. Times are changing. You know, we no longer do we need to um, accept things that do not 
resonate and are not in alignment with us anymore. We are in full control of our lives. And she's made such a brave decision to start cultivating that, you know, in her life. Um, And I'm excited to let you hear this episode. So without any further ado, let's go in. She loves herself with Jill Ritchie. We are interrupting this episode to share with you the incredible sponsors of this particular episode. So I want to tell you about two incredible women that I've been working with, Amy and Hannah from Clea Creative. So I've had the pleasure of working with these two epic humans for the last couple of months. They have completely rebranded Just Jill Coaching and also the She Loves Herself um, podcast. Not only that, they have made me feel so safe, so supported. I am not a brand strategist. I don't know anything about marketing. It's just not my thing. Um, And I have wanted to do this for so long. And I'd been offered it by a number of people who were all probably amazing, by the way. But there was something about Hannah and Amy when I met them. There was just this gorgeous, authentic energy. And what they do is just amazing. It just pretty much ticked every box for me. And not only that, they have created um, the event that I'm holding tomorrow night they have literally just taken it all created it all and run with it um if you're ever looking to work with brand strategists marketing someone for events these two people at clea creative are your women um classy timeless passionate um, and they listen to your needs and they keep it super simple um yeah so guys I'm going to drop their details in the show notes definitely give them a follow I know that if you resonate with me you're going to resonate with these girls they're amazing and I'm so lucky to have them sponsor this episode of the podcast and I know that I will continue to do work with them ongoing and in the future they're amazing she loves herself with Jill Ritchie so welcome back to She Loves Herself, the podcast, Sarah Jane Dunn. I'm so bloody happy. Yay. Sarah, yay, yay. Sarah has, um, was my like kind of like my first guest on season one, which was a year ago. And I just wanted to say like how super supportive you've been to me since launching the podcast and so we'll just get that out of the way I'll just give you all the gushy bit I've just seen thank oh, you oh my my pleasure right back at you you've been so supportive and um encouraging and I can't believe it's been a year like Sarah and I connected for those of you who didn't listen to season one Sarah and I connected about two years ago when I was in San Diego and um there was a I reached out to you, Sarah, because you were asking questions about, um, I think it was more around um, breath work and meditation and stuff. And little Stanley wasn't too well at the time. And I reached out to you and that was like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it feels like a a lifetime ago because everything that's sort of gone since then, um, obviously it's been a crazy 18 months, couple of years for everybody, hasn't it? 
Um, but yeah, that's how we connected, wasn't it? The power of social media. And then um, we've just stayed in touch ever since. And you've been amazing. And you've been so helpful to me. So right back at you, like, thank you for your support and encouragement and for being there when I needed you. When you really did help me through like a really dark phase in my, in my life when oh. Stanley was falling. Yeah. Oh, we all have those phases, right? I think it's ever evolving, isn't it? We can we think we've got it all together and then boom. Something, something else happens. happens. It's like, here's another challenge. Yeah. This. Let's see how you can cope with it. But what I always say to people is we never get something that we can't handle. You know, and I know that you've done a lot of work on yourself as well in terms of your own personal development and your own exploration of yourself and self-expression. So it's been really beautiful to witness you, particularly in the last year, really starting to trust yourself and make those decisions that are based on what is true to you, like really trusting your gut, trusting your intuition and, and, and going in there. So it's been beautiful to witness that. Um, yeah. Well, that, again, that's that, that I think all sort of stemmed from chatting to you, if I'm honest, um, because I think we we sort of had some really honest conversations, didn't we? Open conversations. And and I was in a bit of a lost space in that, like, say, Stanley was poorly. Um, I think I, I think it was just a real moment of sort of clarity in, in that I was I don't know whether clarity is the right word, but I was the life became so real, like in the moment and everything became so real. And then I think because of that, I then sort of really sort of explored or wanted to explore who I was and what I wanted. And I think turning 40 this year was a, a big, you know, we both turned 40, haven't we? It was a big sort of milestone. Yeah. And actually, I think I've been almost living as a as a child in a way in some my sort of relationships and and that's something that I've been um, exploring recently. And, and it really did, chatting to you really did sort of open up that that world to me of self-exploration and finding out who I was and trusting, like I, I got t- trust tattooed on my arm. That's how much that word is sort of like a key to me now because I'm like trust, whether it's trusting myself or trusting that what the situation is or trust the universe or, you know, it feels, that feels really significant to me now. Um and one of the things that we went over several times when we spoke was, I think I wrote down, I trust myself, I trust myself. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of an affirmation that I kept going over because I, I think I'd lost confidence in who I was and, mm-hmm. and what I wanted and what direction I was going in. And then I lost confidence in sort of uh, life itself because Stanley was so poorly. And so all of those things, I think, were a bit of an awakening for me. Yeah. Sarah, even just so that the, the listeners won't be able to see this, but I can really see it and feel it. And hopefully they can feel it. And as they're listening to you, there's such a shift in your energy. It's really beautiful. I'm so proud of you. I really mean that because when we first connected a few years ago and we've always stayed in in connection, there was almost this element of, did I say not... This it was almost like you maybe perhaps didn't trust yourself and this little bit of a weight around you, around you, like not only trusting yourself, but control, not even control from you, 
but control around right the direction you were going in, what you were supposed to do, how you were supposed to show up. And, you know, obviously you've been in the acting world since you were 14 um, in Hollyoaks, predominantly at 14. So you've always been in that industry where you're judged, where you are in competition, where you maybe can't really speak your truth. So for any human being, any soul in a human form to be limited and to have that voice almost taken away from you and told you can't do this and you can't be that way and you can't say that thing and you can't do that thing. Where you are right now, your energy is stunning it's like you're grounded you're saying and of course you know when we'll we'll tap into this in a moment there's been a lot happening for you over the last few weeks particularly mm-hmm. but you seem super centered and really connected to yourself yeah that's good I do feel like it feels like um a sort of weight is lifting I don't feel like I'm quite there yet but I definitely feel like I am being more honest with myself I am I mean, that this whole journey that I've been on recently has been about empowerment and has been about owning myself, my choices, my power, um, taking back control. And that that word, control, has been a big thing. I think, like you say, I've, I've had so many years in a sort of controlling industry, which, you know, I love, don't get me wrong, and I wouldn't change. But, you know, it is sort of that you have to learn to stand your ground and and be true to yourself and know what it is that you want. And like I say, it's still a journey that I'm on, but I feel, I do feel much more like me. I feel like I'm finding me by being honest and, and it's been difficult. And the whole, the whole 18 months, two years has been difficult because you, you do doubt yourself and, you know, you also get people coming in that, again, test that and test your your boundaries. That's another thing we talked about a lot, wasn't it? Boundaries, healthy boundaries, putting those in place. And I'm really trying to do that. And um, I do feel like you, you do get tested with those things, but it's a work in progress. And I think as long as you keep coming back to that, that it, it's about you and your choices and your empowerment, then you find your way through. And I feel like that's what I'm doing and that's where I'm at. Yeah, for sure. It is that truth, isn't it? And and really just to, for you and for anyone else listening, when we speak our truth, we can't get it wrong. Like we're so scared to speak our truth because actually it's the fear of rejection. It's the fear of being pushed out. And you will have faced this recently, okay? So, but actually I said to a friend earlier, I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine and we catch up every week and she's a psychologist. She's been on the, the podcast a couple of times. And I said to her, you know, I would rather be hated for being me than be loved for someone that I'm not because you will never find true inner peace. And that's what everyone wants, inner peace. When you get down to it, people will say, oh, I'd love this external thing and that external thing. And, you know, to be this size or this look, however, um, when it comes down to it, what we really, truly want is inner peace and connection. And how can you ever get that when you are not speaking your truth and you are not living from that place of, self-connection and self-expression and self-truth and and we learn a lot of the time the hard way right and the the universe does give us subtle hints you know when things don't feel quite right and a lot of the time we ignore our gut and we ignore our intuition because of the environment and the 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 control that we live in we're conditioned not to 
But when you start to do it, it's like that when they say jump in the net will catch you. You're like, what do you mean? And it's so true. Like jumping into, okay, it's the unknown. However, this has really thrown everything up in the air. But what happens is the things that, you know, go will go forever. And actually you come out of that much more evolved, much more connected. And the next time you want to speak your truth, you'll do it with ease. And the next time you want to speak your truth or have that conversation or put that boundary in place, it just gets easier and easier because the more you do it, the more you come back to that deeper, oh my God, I really deeply love myself. Like I really love myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is that the the sort of fear I think is the thing that holds you back isn't it but like you say once you take that step or that leap it it is scary but actually what you find is that I think again going back to sort of the universe and trusting the universe when you make those steps I find that other things sort of open up for you or other opportunities or things that you've been wishing for or hoping for or like you say just that feeling of feeling more peaceful and centered and calm because you go actually it was scary and all of this stuff has happened but I'm now in a better place and you always get through all the the rubbish stuff and that's that's a nice thing isn't it about looking back on what you've been through in life and I love that the you know I'm, I'm very much into like quotes and affirmations and things like that but the ones where it's like you know even you've got through 100% of your worst days like that one's I think is a really nice yeah. sort of significant uh, quote that pops up every now and then because you're like yeah, yeah actually I've had really bad days where I thought I couldn't get through and here I am and then you have amazing days again and and then um, and I think yeah that thing about being true to yourself is is so important isn't it because when you're not it's just exhausting being somebody you're not or trying to conform to society or trying to fit into the crowd or the group or the environment that you're in it's so draining and I think that's where you sort of get lost in going well who am I though? And what do I want? And why am I trying to please all these people? And why do I even care about what they think or what their opinion is? Like, I think the important thing is if you're not hurting anybody, then as long as you're true to yourself, it doesn't matter. As long as the people that you love are, you know, with you and on your side and, and even then you might, you might, even then, yeah, it's not always going to be the way, is it? But um, but I think, like you say, it's that inner peace, isn't it? Because you know that you're doing what is right for you or for your family or, you know, just to to give you that sort of clarity in in a calm. Sure. There's definitely a weight that's lifted from you. And I know that you said there's still, you know, you're still navigating your way through it. Of course you are. You know, you've been in that industry for a long time and that particular slope of Hollyoaks for a long time. And so coming away from it, you're, you're in a process. But I can physically see the weight has lifted because suddenly you're not carrying other people's stuff. Like you said, oh, you know, this opinion of someone else or this energy or with someone else that maybe isn't really good. And it's like, oh, I don't really like being around this person or that person. You no longer have to take that. It's gone. It's like actually the realization is it's not as hard as you think it's going to be. You know, when you think, oh, this could be the worst thing that ever happens. But actually, when it happens, you're like, God, it's so exhausting being and doing what I was doing to the point that I, why did I not do this a while ago? Or, you know, actually, 
realizing that and for anyone else, it's not your responsibility to make anyone else feel better or like you or please you. If they don't get it, that's their stuff. That is absolutely their, their stuff, their job, their responsibility to work out. All you need to do is be true to you. And the more that we can exercise that muscle from within and, and, you know, come out of that ego, that personal thinking mind that, that tells us, you know, you can't do that. Thinks of all the, the worst case scenarios. And actually, if we can just dial the volume down in that and connect to the breath, the simple breath, you know, simple breathing um, and just really regulate that nervous system and bring in safety, the more that we can do that and cultivate presence, being present in that moment. Okay, how am I feeling? How is my breath right now? What do I really want right now? The more that we can do that, we gratitude starts to come and we start to really feel what is important to us and insight comes in, you know, almost like divine intervention, people, situations, opportunities just align without having to be on in the doing all the time. And that masculine energy of doing, trying to figure out, trying to fix, actually the integration period of speaking our truth and then, you know, letting things settle it's a lot easier than we actually think it's going to be because we try and think our way out of it and we can't think our way out of these things. We just need to feel it and connect to it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I wanted to ask you, obviously, because I know that there'll be people listening and we planned this before um, everything happened. And so I initially asked Sarah on because... I love her shoots, right? So Sarah had been definitely um, posting more on our social media of her and our underwear looking friggin' like <laughs> unreal. I'm like, look at her. I mean, total. I mean, wow. I'm like that to my girlfriends and stuff going, I mean, look, look at her. Look, look, <laughs> look at that. I mean, I'm saying to Daryl. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's probably already had a look, but I'm like, I mean, at heart, I mean, unbelievable. And I loved it because it was really for me cultivating um, you as a whole person, you know. So we see the actress and, you know, and bits and pieces of the family life, but actually, the, you know, that sexuality, that, you know, piece of you being intimate with yourself. You know, that intimacy and connection is so, so important. And and the reason I wanted you to come on and talk about it is because I really see a lack of that in women, particularly of our age, who are married with children. So there's a real shame around it. There's a real disconnection of um, intimacy with women and, you know, themselves. And I felt like, right, you're really walking the talk here and I wanted you to come on and... So we had planned this and then obviously in between that, as you were displaying more of these pictures, um, you then decided to make the move and, and put more onto OnlyFans. Yeah. Which, again, amazing. And you got so much support from that. But there was obviously some backlash on the back of that with your actual job with Hollyoaks. Yeah. Now, you don't need to go into lots of detail, but even like I want to just ask you how... When you got that call from them to come in and chat about it, did you know, like, this is not going to go down well? You know, did you feel in your gut, "Mm, 
Well, I mean, it's, it's sort of difficult to say because, you know, there's other stuff that has gone on um, that I can't really talk about now. But what I would say is that I didn't expect it to go this way. I thought that they would be um, understanding and supportive, you know, uh, I guess understanding of of the situation because the thing is the shoots that I'm doing are no different to the shoots that I was previously putting onto mm-hmm. Instagram and um, that I've been doing all of my life since I was about 16, 17 um, through my connection with the show. Um, and it's crazy to me that it's, I understand why there's been such like a big um, sort of media thing around this. And I think it's been great because it opened up this conversation but it's also crazy to me because actually what I'm doing is the same. I've literally just moved those images from one platform to another. But from doing that, it's created this big like, oh, my gosh, can't believe it. Like, wow. Or, you know, so much support, which has been incredible. Um, but, yeah, I really hoped that, you know, my workplace would have also supported that decision. And, you know, maybe even sort of capitalized on it themselves you know I think it's a great the thing is with with platforms like OnlyFans is that I think they're actually ahead of their time I think Mm. you know cut to one two years down the line and I think most content creators will be on those platforms because why not create your content and capitalize on it why not you know make it financially Mm. beneficial to you and still do what you love and your fans have got a place where they can go and they can see stuff that no one else can see. It's all exclusive content. It's much safer for the creator and it's actually safer in terms of the thing with, with only fans is it's obviously an only 18s platform an over 18s platform, but the content on there can be anything you want it to be. So Uh it's, it's not only, over 18s content and I think that's where the confusion and the assumptions jump come in with with OnlyFans but I think it's just a case of sort of society catching up with it and and they will and I guarantee oh they will it will be that's oh they will going yeah for sure they're going to do this and I was again I I was talking to someone about this earlier um, around this because actually Instagram okay they're great platforms but really when you think about it for anyone in that industry they're working for Instagram for free yeah. because actually you're putting so much free content on there um, and the person that's putting the content in there isn't really getting anything from it but they're almost just doing a lot of work for Instagram for free and so you might get a few likes and you might get a few shares but really um, I think exactly what you're saying in the next year to two years there's definitely going to be more of these different platforms where people subscribe and they get this exclusive content and they're part of a, a different kind of community and I, I see it in the wellness industry happening as well and yeah. um, so I and and there's I'm sure I'm sure that there's a, a platform for music that does this as well yeah go in and do it so you know I think you're right with the the the, the part that it's ahead of its time yeah well it's Um, it's like platforms like patreon you know that's a platform for podcasting or you know for that sort of more visual um platform where people go on and again subscribe or they might there's this podcast that i follow that you know you can get extra additional content on patreon and it's the same thing it's just that OnlyFans is more like your instagram but put behind a paywall Um, and also because it's got you know 
the type of content it is and that's what the, the thing is if it was a wellness thing no one would be batting an eyelid right and people are so triggered by sexuality yeah that they're so triggered by it yeah it triggers people because again the programming we were born naked right not that you get naked but I'm saying like we were born naked mm-hmm. and yet there's such a thing and shame around it and judgment around judgment yeah oh the judgment around you know oh it's this it's that and again it comes you know right I mean it's way way back right and so it's filtered through us and then we tend to judge but it's all that it's triggering something if if that's triggering you I honestly you need to look at why it's triggering you mm-hmm. like if someone looking a certain way um that looks super sexy and their underwear even and naked if it's triggering you, why is it triggering you? Is it because you carry shame yeah. or you have a judgment? And again, get really curious. And this isn't to judge you for judging. What I'm saying is you really want to get curious around why it triggers you so yeah, much. Why that's a trigger, yeah. Why is it a trigger? And a lot of the time it goes back to childhood and way beyond that around you know, you shouldn't show that part of yourself. And, you know, and I get, listen, you know, there's parts of ourself that, you know, are sacred and, you know, intimate and things, but the human body is incredible. And if if women like you, Sarah, can encourage other women to be more sexual, and I think it's a great thing. And, you know, if, as I say, if it is triggering, then we really need to ask ourselves a question why and do that work ourselves rather than judge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so you've left Hollyoaks now. Yeah, not through choice. Yeah, Not through choice. Not through choice. <laughs> However, I'm going to just say this, right, as someone who is an intuitive coach and does a lot of this work and um, it wasn't through choice but I truly believe that it happened for a reason because there's other things that you're going to do now you've been in Hollyoaks a long time on and off I understand but you're a very talented woman and sometimes we just need that nudge right and it comes in all forms but I feel like for you, there's just, it's really opening you up to something magical. You know, we don't always see it at the time and it's hard to try and think it, right? Because we were like, well, what does that look like? What do I want to do? And the mind automatically wants to go and try and fix and try and find solutions, but like just let it unfold because it's going to happen. And you've opened up a real... um, Pandora's box I suppose for a lot of people right because everyone's probably got an opinion on it yeah definitely but mostly you're getting a lot of support right yeah I mean the majority of I mean the media has been incredible and you know everyone's been on my side which has been amazing um and yeah in terms of like I've had a few negative comments and and sadly mostly they've come from either women or from women that are mothers that that don't think as a mother that I should be doing this um and that, that those those comments make me sad because you know when I first did my my announcement about moving my content the whole reason that I did this was to take back control of me of my 
body, of my choices, of what I do, um, and to offer empowerment and encouragement to other women to take back control, to not be judged, um, you know, to, to do like you own you. So you can do what you want with your body. It's your choice. And no one can tell you what you can wear, how you have to be, how you have to act. And, and I'm really trying to get that, that message across. And for me, this was the right choice to make. And I stand by it. Like it's one of the best things I've ever done. And I think the platform's great and I'm having a great time on there. And, and I love the fact that I get to choose the shoots that I do, the people that I work with, the clothes that I wear, the, the photos aren't edited and they, it's me. It's like raw, real me. And that is really empowering as well. And I've always had a lot of support when I was putting those images on um, my Instagram platform. And that was mainly from women sort of going, you know, go on, you look amazing. You've worked hard. Blah, blah, blah. But it, it is that of going, why, why is it that when you become a mother, you suddenly can't be sexy anymore? What, I mean, that's ridiculous. I feel more sexy being a mother. Cause I'm so like, well, my body is amazing. Like, look I know. Yeah. I mean, and you look at, <laughs> but, but, but regardless, it's just that. I like, why, why is it? Why do you stop being sexy when you, you don't stop being a woman. You don't stop having those sexual feelings. You don't stop like wanting that intimacy. It's not like all of that switches off the second that you birth a child. So I don't understand why that then you get put into that bracket. You go, you're a mother. You can't do that now. I know. Like just, you know, in general, in society, why? It's an interesting one. And it's one that I'm really exploring a lot. And I see it. Oh, I see it a lot with women who, really lose that that connection with intimacy around meeting their own needs and desires and actually communication is the, the probably the biggest thing that people struggle with in relationships is communicating their needs like so for example you know you you know Jonathan your husband has been super supportive with you yeah and probably what that triggers in a lot of women is that they their partners maybe never would. So there's obviously some good communication between you and Jonathan that you've well he's known that you've used you've you've had those photos you know done before you've had it over years and so there's an element of him being used to it but there's definitely not control there right because he's not trying to control you he won't tell you that you're not doing it and a lot of women probably don't have that and maybe they do but they don't actually want to have that conversation with their partner mm. around, you know, this is what I really want now. This is what turns me on. This is, you know, how I want to feel sexy. It's almost like, again, I see it a lot with relationships and couples. They become like really friend zone. Yeah. And so they're like suddenly like they get on really, really well. They have their kids and they stay together. And there's some people that will stay together and I know this from speaking to a lot of women is that the intimacy part completely dies. Like the sex, right? The, the sex, the, the connection, the passion, yet neither party, and this is for men as well, right? And yet neither party are having that conversation with their partner to say, listen, I'm feeling this. Yeah. What you want to do? How can we explore this? How can we have date night more? How can we make this the best relationship? Because a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, our marriage is okay. And I often think, you know, God, you know, who wants to just be okay? We want to be extraordinary. And, but again, it goes back to that 
conditioning of, well, no one's that happy. You know, no one's, and, and again, marriage is a chore. Yeah. Marriage is difficult. You know, and when I look back, I mean, my mum and dad didn't stay together, um, <clears throat> but couples that did stay together, I remember parents that would fight a lot, but then they would always just stay together, fight, stay together. You know, so people have been together like for like 40 years, 50 years, and they don't really, really talk, but they've got common ground, like their grandchildren or their kids. And I, I do look at that and I think it's scary. It is scary because what I really want is for women and men to have that deeper connection. But we can't have that deeper connection with a partner until we're meeting our own needs. And what I'm at, what I'm talking to you about is you're meeting your own needs. So by feeling really sexy, it's for you, you feel good, you look good. And it's like this expression, the self-expression. So you have that element of the self-expression, I feel sexy. So, it, you know, is it easier for you and Jonathan perhaps to have that really nice, intimate connection with each other because you're getting it as individuals, you know? Right, yeah. Do you know what? It's, well, again, another thing that I said about these shoots, one of the things is that they do, they make me feel sexy they make me feel confident they make me feel empowered because I'm I'm in control but I'm owning what I'm doing as well and that is a big thing and and then that was another thing for me with this moving forward but it's funny you say that because since all of all of the last you know everything that's gone on in the last month and since me taking back control of my choices of doing these shoots and of moving the content John actually said to me he was like I can see that you have changed, like you said to me, but he was like, I feel like I've got you back. And actually it's created a a deeper intimacy between us because I think for him, it's attractive that he's seeing me feeling confident and seeing me being sexy. And, you know, he's not threatened by the fact that I'm putting these images up because you'd like to say partly because I've done these all my life and you could Google me and the, the images will just pop up from forever. But he's not threatened by it because it's not, you know, it's like just putting them on a, a social media platform anyway. And, and we've got a connection that we know that there's no threat there. So actually it has improved things for us. It has made me me again and given me that that sense of finding myself. And I think in that, like you say, as me finding me as an individual, it's helped our relationship and brought that sort of, intimacy and and um like being tactile and sort of that want for each other I think yes yeah exactly from us being us rather than Sarah is a mom or Sarah is this or you know it's going well you know I am me and I connected to my sexuality and my my female body and you know and finding that core again and actually, by it's it's really helped me by expressing this publicly as well. I think because and from having the support from other women going, go on, girl, like you've got this, and why shouldn't you? And, and I think that in itself is empowering, knowing that I am helping other women going, yeah, of course, actually, why shouldn't we? And you know, why why do you turn forty and and you're a mom and then suddenly you can't be any of those things anymore. And there's so many other like I'm not the first person to do this. There's so many other role models out there 
um, that are blazing the trail. You go like J-Lo and Kylie. And we've had this conversation before, haven't we, with these women that are classed as older women, but just look incredible. And actually, I think the older you get, the sexier you get because the more you get to know yourself and the more you don't give a damn what anyone else thinks. And so it's taking that back again. So I think there's there's a real power in in getting older as well. Yeah, for sure. Because actually we know what we want. And I think for anyone listening to this, like if you are a mom or you feel like you have perhaps lost that connection with yourself, that deep desire, like what are your deep desires? What do you want? You know, like, well, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel sexy? And, if, and a lot of the time we place it on people, other people to make us feel that way. It has to come from you. It has to, that empowerment really comes from you initially. And then when you start to speak your truth and then live your truth, when other people are, are validating and saying, oh my God, that is amazing. I'm so inspired by that. It just validates it. God, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. But you need to get really honest with yourself. Like you need to really understand that if there is things that you deeply desire and a connection that you want to feel from anything external, you need to really go inward and yeah. connect to that yourself. Because when you connect to that yourself, that is just almost the spark for everything else to start to come through and you can really see it when you were talking about it I was thinking like really empowered there is that sense of empowerment and um, self-assurance you know and I know that it's it's still early days because this all just kind of happened a few weeks ago in terms of you know leaving Hollyoaks and things but that empowerment and that strength of you know I'm 40 and I'm a woman and I'm sexy and I'm I'm expressing myself it's just ready and and it's inspiring it's this ripple effect that you have and we all have when we put ourselves out there like that when it's true to you you can't get it wrong like you were never going to get this wrong Sarah you were never getting this wrong because it was true to you but you worked on yourself enough to go, no, I feel this. I feel this and I'm going to trust it and I'm going to go with it. And you did. And it's it's epic because what you're showing is women at 40 or even in their 30s, I see it. A lot of women that are mums that are like, oh, you know, I'll just, and I've been guilty of it so many times that I've just like, I'll just, you know, I'll just chuck this on and, I wouldn't make an effort. I mean, I'm either one or two. There's nothing wrong with that either, though, is there? But it's just, it's that it's that going when you do want to feel a certain way or if you do want to wear something, to not then go, oh, but I can't because, oh, I'm fine. Or, oh, my mum, what will they think? Well, who cares? You're going to look amazing in it and you're going to feel amazing in it. So so why not? Yeah. You know? And That's I think it, is, it goes, but it does go back to the gut feeling, doesn't it? I think I followed my gut a lot more over the last few months than I ever have done in my life because it's there for a reason. And I think when you do, like we've, we said, we, other things unfold because you go, actually, now I'm on the right path because this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is where I'm supposed to be. And this is what feels right. Um, and it's, it's trying to push down that fear and just, just go, go with your gut hundred percent. And as a byproduct, it's, you know, it's helped your relationship. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I love that. 
good. So, so good. And so what what's coming up for you? Are you allowed to tell us? Are you going to share anything? What's the vision? So I can't say specifically, but I can say like there's been like lots of, it's sort of opened lots of doors and there's lots of avenues that I probably wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have <clears throat> presented. And again, this is that thing of like going with your gut and trusting because actually there's things that have presented themselves that probably wouldn't have done prior to this. I think what the main thing for from all of this, what I'm finding really important for me is that I am getting to be me. I am people are getting to see Sarah as Sarah rather than me playing a role. Um, I'm not having to pretend to be anyone else because I am sitting in my truth. And actually that's really nice because I'm speaking honestly and openly as much as I can and it feels right. And yeah, so there's, there's lots of um, opportunities that we're sort of chatting through at the moment. So I'm really excited. That's the other thing. I feel sort of like this freedom and I feel really excited for the future. And I've not felt that for a long time, you know, I've sort of just been going with the flow and actually I'm now excited about projects and opportunities that are and will be happening. Um, yeah, as soon as I can tell you, I'll tell you, you know. You I do. know. Okay. I am so, <laughs> I know you have to tell me. I'll keep it quiet. I will. I will. <laughs> Not one for the podcast until we're allowed to share. Yeah. But honestly, I, I said it throughout I'm just so proud of you for being in your truth because I know it's not easy and for anyone listening I know it's not easy and we were like speak your truth speak your truth oh gosh it's hard because we have attachments to people to situations and also not only to people's situations and things but to people that we care about and love and there's a real fear of speaking your truth now I'm not saying right go home and you know, quit your job or, you know, leave your partner or, or anything like that. What I am saying is get really curious with yourself and start to really cultivate presence again and trusting yourself. And in those moments and, you know, setting little timers on your phone, little alarms, just to say presence and actually catch yourself in that moment when, it, when the alarm goes, it says presence just to be like, right, okay, what was I doing just then? Was I being really present? How can I really connect with myself in this, just this one moment? And it simply could be just closing your eyes down and just noticing your breath and breathing. And I tell you, like the more and more you do that, the more and the quicker you will connect to truth and trust and that inner voice, that that deep, deep knowing and that gut, you know, that, that really knows in the soul, like, everything comes from cultivating presence and the more that we can get still it's like going to the gym and, and exercising and lifting weights you would need to build that up you know you just can't go and lift heavy weights you would build it up and it's the same with that trust muscle so think of it as a muscle a trust muscle within yourself so if you are at a moment or at a crossroads or at a point right now in your life where you're like Things are okay, but there's something missing. It probably is because there is, but don't go searching externally for something to fix it or to figure it out. The truth is that it comes from you. And the more that you can get still and cultivate presence for even two to three minutes at different periods throughout your day, you will very quickly 
connect to your truth and what is true to you and you'll start to really trust that and that wisdom and then the opportunities start to come and everything evolves from that and that's what you've done Sarah you saw an opportunity it felt true to you you took it but you know I think because you have been doing work throughout the past few years on yourself you were able to recognize like what is ego what is self-sabotage here and what is what is my truth you know what do I really deeply desire here what's the truth yeah what feels right I think definitely that meditation that I've been doing since we first spoke and you gave me that really good app which I insight time which I listen to religiously every night if I go for a walk with a dog I'll put one on and that has made a massive difference um because it is just that connection isn't it it's that connection to your thoughts to your thinking that's stopping for a moment connection to being present um and that I think has really helped me stop and connect and feel and just have that moment of sort of clarity and almost stepping back and and when we first spoke i i I'm a very much a go, 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 go person. And I live off lifts, listen, you know, and actually stopping and just switching off for not even five minutes a day sometimes, but it's just made a huge difference. And I think that has really been my sort of call to presence and, and, and that, um, following my gut and, and trusting myself. So that has, yeah, has definitely made a, a massive pre- uh, difference. hundred percent. Yeah. Beautiful. It's just going to keep going though. Can tell you're on that journey it's like oh I'm just going to explore this a little bit more and yeah Sarah this has just been such a beautiful conversation we never plan what we're going to really say um and this is great and it flowed the way it was supposed to flow and I just want to say thank you so much for coming on again like I'm on season four and I couldn't have thought of a better guest to to have on for to kick this season off Thank you so much. I'm excited for your journey. Yes, sister. Empowerment all the bloody way. Speak your truth. Yes. Oh, I love it.